Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Jordan didn't get a lot of it, you know, throws in that game. But how'd you feel like that 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 offense executed um, the starting offense? Other than a good job, I mean, he had three throwaways, so he was really five for seven uh, in the football game. Um, I thought we we executed. Uh, I thought there were a few times where we took negatives. I mean, that we went back to our old ways uh, a little bit. Uh, but the positive was we we overcame them on third down conversions. But when you face a good football team, you know, having to convert a third and nine, a third and 13, you know, you're not going to be very successful surviving in those molds. So I thought those guys did a good job overcoming uh, the shortcomings uh, there in the first two drives. And after those first two drives, I thought we got into a rhythm and we got rolling and I thought we did a, we did a phenomenal job. And I was wondering if you could talk about the, the downfield blocking that occurred throughout the game, wide receivers, running back. There's one play where Jay Sean runs from about the line of scrimmage to go block for, for Keyshawn. Just that level of effort, is that what's required regularly for you? Guys? Oh, there's no question. I mean, that was, I believe that was asked in here, you know, what we were looking for, and that was it, the effort, right? When you, when you play football, football's not very difficult. If you own the ball, if you don't get penalties, if you just do your job and you play harder than the opponent, you're going to win a lot of games. Just those things. And a lot of those things don't take any talent. And, uh, you know, we struggled doing a lot of those things early in the year. And you've noticed, you know, a trend in, in an upward direction in those categories. And then you have success. I mean, there's, like I said, it's not a secret. We put the goals up on the board for a reason. And we achieved every one of our goals this week. First time we've done that since we've been here. And you see what happens. Chris. How did Chubba Purdy do with handling in-game experience compared to last year when he was kind of thrown in the fire? <laughs> a completely different person. You know, last year he shows up and it's like, hey, true freshman that has no practice, you're starting. That's literally it. I mean, you had a week and a half of practice, you got hurt, and then you come back and you're playing a game on the road. Like, so this year he was out there, we had RPOs called, we had a run game check for him. And we didn't change the offense at all. He went out there, and we said we wanted to play football with him at quarterback, and he let us down, and uh, he made the right decisions. I mean, there's a couple plays in there that are probably half dozen in one, half dozen in the other, and uh, my half dozen were in the other, the other, and his half dozen were in his. And uh, we want to just get on the same page there. But uh, for the most part, I mean, that guy went out there, and he was calm. And that's what you look for when you look for a quarterback. You look for... Are they calm or are they panicked when things happen? And you could see a calmness about him that was not there last year when he played. Front right, under. 
Um, just the, when you look at Clemson defensively and, you know, just the balance they have and the, the challenge that you guys are facing, just the, where do you, that defensive front especially, just the, can you talk about just like what, the, what would you feel is their biggest strength, why are they as good as they are overall? Yeah, their biggest strength is they have really good players. Uh, that, would be a, that would be a strength for sure is their talent level is high. I mean, there's a reason they're a top five offense in the country. And then uh, they got one of the best defensive coordinators and the best defensive staffs in the country that have been there. You know, it's, it's hard on defense specifically to be new, right? But when you have a, a defense that has been there for five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years, and you're in that system, that's all those defensive guys know. So it allows their defensive coordinator to be extremely aggressive. It allows him to be different in every single game. You're not going to put on the game and say, oh, this is what Clemson does defensively. You're going to say, holy cow, every week they have a specific plan for who they play. And that is not how most defenses play. Most defenses have an identity of who they are. Their identity is they're going to get after you. How they do that is going to be based off of who you are. And it's going to be completely different every week. And it's a testament to the ability to establish their program, recruit the players they wanted to recruit, and then be able to keep the same system there so those players could have a mastery of the system. And uh, that's why they're one of the top defenses in the country, is you get to combine all that stuff into one, and it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good meal. And then following up on Chuba, how, just how pleased were you with that whole younger group? I mean, the fact that they were able to execute drives and, and put the ball in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, I, I was pleased. And just as much about that is you get into a live setting, and I, mean, I talked about it last week, but I challenged the guys, right, can we not get a pre-snap penalty? Just one game, right? And you put those young guys in, and you're making checks. And the defense, their defensive line was still shifting. And the fact that their D-line would make a move call, and we didn't jump off sides. The fact that we would make a check, and we didn't panic. Those are the things that you want to see the young guys go in and execute. And those are the things that we did go in there and we did execute. And we didn't take those negatives. We didn't get penalties. They just went out there and they ran the offense and they were calm, cool, and collective. And that's what you want when you see young guys on the field. You want to see who panics and who doesn't have that sense of panic when they're in the football game. Who just says, okay, I know what I'm doing. Let's go play. So I was really pleased with, with how our young guys played. Brendan? Something that Mike and Chubba both talked about on Saturday after the game was this conversation with McKenzie to go ahead and let younger quarterbacks get reps. I guess what, what, how did that conversation go from your vantage point, and what kind of role has McKenzie had on – I know you've talked highly about the role he's had in the quarterback room. I think we're all kind of seeing that. What, what has he done for, for that position group? Yeah, uh, well, I spoke to McKenzie, obviously, before the – before, just throughout the week in terms of, you know, what he wants and his what he's looking for in terms of uh, the rest of the year and being – because he's a competitor. <laughs> you know, he wants to be on the field, let me, let me tell you. That dude wants to compete, but he also wants to win. And uh, when, when he talked about wanting to let those guys get an opportunity if the, if the opportunity came about, uh, that was his – that's what he wanted. He wanted to see those guys succeed. And that's just a testament to the person he is. Uh, and what he's about and what he's done for the QB room is, you know, he's just shown up and been, been himself. He hasn't, he's not out there trying to be coach. He's not out there trying to be mentor. He's just going out there and being McKenzie Milton. And I've said it before, but he's got a unique and special aura about himself that whether he is the starting quarterback or whether he's not on the field, people are going to gravitate to him. People are going to learn and listen to him because of everything he's accomplished in college football, and, uh, and he deserves that.
Uh, the, the fact that he's battled back, had that success, battled back and gotten to the position he is right now, he deserves all that success. And, and I'm glad we have him because our guys are learning a lot from him. In light of everything you said about the Clemson defense, obviously this can apply to any defense, but in particular with them, how, Mike talked about the importance of when you have that window to hit a big play, how important that's been you know, for teams. You've seen it, other teams have done, been able to do that this year, but for their team this, going into this matchup, just how important that's going to be for them. That's critical. When you face a good defense, uh, one of the things that make them really good is they tackle well. I mean, if you watch the film, I mean, they don't miss tackles. It sounds like a fundamental and boring, but you get on the free safety at nine yards deep and you gain nine yards. You know, some teams you get on the free safety at nine yards deep and you score. Clemson, you get on the, on the safety at nine yards deep and it's a nine yard gain. And you got to do that seven more times. And that's not easy to do versus a good team. So when we get those opportunities to win those one-on-ones, oh, we've, we've got to win some, whether that's the passing game or the running game, we've got to make people miss and we have to be explosive because they're an opportunistic defense as well. And because they're so aggressive, he, you're not just going to be able to methodically move the ball down the field because they're going to get you at a point. They're going, he's a good coach. He's going to call something that attacks. And if you're not as explosive offensively as he is defensively, you're going to find yourself behind the chains a lot. So you've got to be able to match that aggressiveness with your own aggressiveness and uh, create those explosive plays. Kenny, as a play caller, how, how challenging is it? You talked about Venables will go from week to week. You, it's hard to pigeonhole what they're trying to do. Have they played an offense? kind of like yours that's whatever it is 13th in the country in rushing and has such a mobile quarterback and can you take something from that how do you, how do you plan for a defense that's always changing I think it goes back to do what you do I think you can't get as caught up I mean everybody knows if you watch us play we'll be in 13 and three back then we're in spread one game then we're in quads another game we're we're very similar to what he is defensively offensively we we pretty much change every week in terms of what we look like uh, pretty drastically and uh, so I think it's kind of the game within the game in terms of what we believe he's going to do to stop us based off of all the prior tape we have, based off what you said. Is it a team that ran the ball well? Is it a team that is a shot team? Is it a team that throws perimeter screens? Is it a team that has a quarterback that's mobile, right? Taking all those pieces, and then you have to combine that with the defensive personnel, who they have. You know, are they going to be four down or three down? Well, who's playing for them? Who's not playing for them? Who's available? So there's so many variables that go in to putting that, what do we think this multiple defensive coordinator is going to do? And you've got to create a plan that has a coverall. Right, to prevent the negatives, because everything that they do is based off creating the negative. It's about being explosive defensively. If you can remove the explosive plays defensively, you can stay in good down and distances and you can move the ball. So what can we do to prevent their explosive plays and try to create our own? That's what we're looking for. Obviously, uh, Clemson's a different level defense, um, different venue, uh, but do you think you guys can take much from being able to execute on the road at North Carolina the way you guys did, I mean, offensively? I think it, it definitely breeds some confidence uh, that, you know, our guys know we're, we're capable. They know that when we got 11 dudes doing the right thing, when we stay in good down and distances, when we own the football, we can be pretty good, right? But at the same token, we also know if we don't do those things, we can be really bad. And that's what I told them in the meeting yesterday. And uh, I do believe 
that that confidence are going on the road and executing that as a positive. But I do think it's going to be, I mean, that was a, a rainy game where, you know, the, it was a sellout crowd that didn't end up being a sellout crowd, right? The capacity was probably 60% when we were there. This is going to be the first time really since we've been here, we've gone on the road in a hostile environment where it's loud as get out, right? And we're going to have to do a phenomenal job communicating, right? All being on the same page in a loud, hostile environment. I think this is going to be the first time we're really tested in terms of how disciplined we can be. I think they've won six straight conference titles. Um, you know, they've won two national titles over that sort of span. The things that happened last year with the cancellation of the game, some of the comments uh, Dabo Sweeney made about this program. As a competitor, are you allowed to keep that stuff in the back of your mind during preparation, or is that stuff that you guys don't want to? Oh, I don't care. I mean, I just want to go be the very best we can be. You know, and that's sound. I mean, it's you're like, oh, that's not true. It is like. We're trying to be the very best version of ourselves we can possibly be. And coach talks about it all the time. And sometimes when you hear things over and over again, right, you just kind of, you know, when somebody tells you clean your rooms 97 times, you're like, oh, yeah, I know, clean my room, right? Whatever that looks like. You kind of hear things over and over again, and it becomes boring. Well, lose, that's a loser's thing. Winners wake up and they say, okay, I want to be the best version of myself. Well, let me live it. Because it's really easy just to hear it, hear it, hear it, and let it go by. And that was what I challenged the offense with yesterday after practice. I said, you hear coach say it every day. Just be the best day you've ever had. The best day you've ever had. You hear it over and over again. But do you wake up and do you say, I'm going to make this the best day I've ever had. And just get better. And just get better. And just get better. And just get better. And that is our goal. And that's our goal every single day we wake up in this program is just get better. Get a little bit better at something, whatever it is. Last month, I think you guys are leading the country in rushing yards or yards for, for Gary. Cool. Uh, what, what are you doing particularly well, and what has changed, I guess, to go from good in that area to, to really, really good at it at this point? Well, one, I mean, we got, our, we got some of our guys back and healthy, and the O-line has battled through some injuries. Um, and then, obviously, Jordan back there posing that threat is obviously a, a dynamic player in that position. And... Uh, we're staying in situations where we can run the football. You know, early in the season, second and 25 is not really a rundown, right, for most teams. Well, we're not getting those penalties anymore. We're staying in good situations. We're not taking negatives. So it's allowing us to run the football more. And then when you combine that with, you know, getting our guys healthy and that we had the prepared going into the season, uh, you know, that's what I felt like we should have looked like. And if you look back at our offenses dating back to Memphis and all the way back, we're, we're going to run the ball and we're going to run the ball well. I mean, that's kind of that's a staple of what we do, right? And uh, it's good that it's finally – I didn't know that stat. I'm not much of like a, you know, national stat guy. I just try to, you know, see what we can do to be better. So that's good, though. It's cool. I'm going to put it out in recruiting. Right? Hear that? Number one running back place in America. Right <laughs> Uh, you talked about discipline. I don't have in front of me, I guess, the breakdown of offensive versus defensive penalties, but I know as a team, it's four straight weeks of five or less. I guess, how encouraged have you been by the, the growth there? It seems like it was pretty suddenly a pretty drastic improvement. Yeah, losing sucks. And when you realize that if you jump off sides and get penalties over and over again, you're not going to win. And, I mean, we can say the refs out there made the difference. No, our guys realize if you want to win, you got to play discipline. It's that simple. They're fed up with it. I mean, Jordan Travis says in his interview all the time, we were fed up. 
They're fed up with, with playing that style of football, and they made a decision to make a change. They made a change, and it's not a change we made. It's a change they made. They made as a football team. They made as players, and we had one penalty. It was for an, an illegal offensive pass interference on a, on a rub concept uh, designed, and uh, we got to do a little bit better job coaching just the release path so we don't get that called again. But that was, that's a, a small fundamental that we got to improve on. It wasn't really, in my mind, a a bad penalty it was a coachable penalty which are which are different so it was a, it's been a real positive for us look lt kind of looked like the old lt maybe i don't know if it's been there all, all year but he hasn't get the opportunities but uh, how good is that seeing can he be a factor i know you guys have other really good running backs but can he be more of a factor in the second half of the season? I definitely think so. I mean, he was he had a little nagging stuff earlier in the year, but he's so explosive that uh, you want to get those explosive playmakers the football. So I definitely think that's a guy who could have an elevated role as the, as the you know, towards the end of the year. And that's a guy who is a playmaker and is dynamic with the ball. We just got to find ways to, to get him the football in those explosive positions. Okay. Awesome. Thank you all.